Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yakuza. Yakuza. Yakuza Kick Radio. 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 The Yakuza Kick Radio. This is the Bulldozer, Matt Tremont. And if there's one place to listen to on the internet every Thursday, 9 p.m., Yakuza Kick Radio, Tremont says so. Who wants some? God help us, Jesus! God and baby, Jesus! Help us. Ladies and gentlemen of fucking America, this is Danny Havoc, and you have been listening to, or possibly are intending to listen to, the Yakuza Kick fucking radio. Fucking, yeah, Yakuza Kick radio. Hell fucking yeah! My name is Justice Payne, and you are listening to Yakuza Kick radio. You're coming to come on Thursday night. This is a brotherhood, and we all stick together. Like my nuts. I ain't scared of you, motherfucker. Yakuza Kick Radio, the best in internet wrestling radio, period, bar none, just like Adam Cole. Everybody's a cunt but me in the world. I don't know what it is. But you go to the back, and you tell your boss that there's a new Yakuza in town. And it's Yakuza Kick Radio, and we're taking over. Yakuza Kick Radio has risen from the ashes of bad internet radio and become the premier place for any independent professional wrestler to stop and record their voice. Well, this is Mr. Insanity Toby Fine, and if you're not listening to Yakuza Kick Radio, then you're weird. Oh, I don't like the cut of your gym, fella. This is Greg Excellent, Bearded Dragon of the Northeast. You're listening to Yakuza Kick Radio. If you're not, probably watching porn and have this muted. You should be listening to it. Jason Man. Where are Biggie and Tupac? Yakuza Kick Radio. Give a nigga rope on that cowboy, guys. All you have to do is listen to Yakuza Kick Radio, but you better be. Now look at that guy, you homie. Fuck that. Black dude. This bullshit, man. Motherfucker. Fuck you. Fuck you and fuck you. Who's next? And now, ladies and gentlemen. For the introduction, hosted by J. Cat Morris, you are now listening to Yakuza Kick Radio. Oh shit! This commercial with Matthew McConaughey driving around with his fucking dogs, where he asks the dogs, like, "What do you want to eat for dinner?" And then, you know, the dogs just fucking sit there. And then he turns it into, like, an argument where, where he, he starts off, you know, like, ultimate pen odor. Like, he's he's driving his dogs around in this fucking fancy car. And then he's asking them, like, hey, what do you guys want for dinner? And then he takes, like, a wild fucking turn where he's like, fuck you. We're not having that. You don't have fucking thumbs. And uh, I'm driving the car. And, uh, you know, you're my fucking dog. So don't tell me what to fucking eat for dinner. This isn't how it's going down. The dogs. And then, you know, you, you get like another shot of the dogs just looking at each other like, what the fuck is going on here? Like this guy is, you know, he's starting fucking arguments with us and we don't even fucking speak. You know, I mean, it, it's fucking maddening. I, I watched that commercial and I just, there's so many commercials and, and, I, I gladly, a lot of them involve cars, so I always hope for, like, a head-on collision soon after the commercial. Of course, that one I don't because, um, you know, there's dogs in the car, so I don't want the dogs to get hurt. But, um, I mean, if, if the dogs could suddenly turn on him at a rest stop and, you know, break for freedom or some shit like this, that would be good. Um, yeah, what the fuck, man? You know, hey, hey, what do you guys want for dinner? Oh, no, barbecue? No, no, fuck you. You don't have thumbs. Um you know, you guys are just dogs. Who the fuck are you to tell me what we're eating for? Like, whoa, what the, what the, how the fuck did this? I don't know. Like that, the, the two guys in the fucking car for the Sonic commercial, I couldn't wish a fucking quicker death on those two than, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's just, 
this is why DVRs were invented. Um, these these commercials where you can fast forward through them. Um, that's why they started doing the product placement within shows and stuff because people are just gonna skip these commercials forever. I mean, and they have every right to. I mean, you guys are you guys are taunting us at this point. Like, is that fucking Matthew McConaughey thing where he gets into an argument with the dog? Is that supposed to actually turn into me buying a fucking car because of that? Like, I don't really understand. If I buy this car, I could have a fucking insane argument with my dogs over dinner. That that's that's the goal I'm looking for. I want a nice, um, affordable vehicle, um, you know, with good gas mileage, and that gets me into arguments with my fucking dogs over dinner. Uh, you know, that that's what I'm shopping for. You guys got anything like that? In in white, of course. Um, just, just fucking maddening. Um, so this morning, oh, did you guys get radio, by the way, in case you didn't hear it 12 fucking times on the intro. Um, so, um, this morning I woke up and, uh, my South American cichlid, he's, uh, a red terror. He was dead. So, uh, last night he didn't look right. I've had this fish for like three years now. And, um, last night he he just didn't look like himself. He looked all fucking slow and like he was having a hard time. I don't know what went on. Um, but this morning he was dead, which really fucking sucks. I've had him for like three years. Um, I have two tanks, and my initial plan was they're both 46-gallon bow front tanks. The one is African cichlids, and my initial plan was the other one was going to be South American cichlids. Well, what ended up happening is I had a green terror and two red terrors. Um, the red terrors immediately killed the green terror uh, pretty pretty soon after I got them um, initially. This is back you know, three years ago. Uh, the two red terrors lived together for quite some time, and then I guess the one, the way bigger red one that I, I'm talking about, he um, just decided, like, enough is enough. This is my fucking tank. And um, the other one was always passive and smaller, but apparently he just had enough, and he was like, nah, there's only room in his tank for one fish, you know, and he, he fucking just bullied him until he died. And um, so... He's been by himself for a, a while now, and, I mean, this motherfucker, man, you, you put your arm in that tank for more than, like, 10 seconds, like, he'd come over and fucking nail you in the arm. I actually got, like, um, hopefully it'll heal up or whatever, but I got, like, a scar on my wrist because not too long ago I was, um, I was trying to, like, move something around in the tank, and I didn't think, and he fucking came out of nowhere and nailed me in the arm, and it, like, just surprised me, so I yanked my arm out, and I like scraped the shit out of my wrist on the top of the tank. So I don't know if I caught the glass or what I caught, but, um, but yeah, it gouged me pretty good. So hopefully it heals up. Otherwise I'll have a scar forever from this guy. But, uh, you know, he was, he was fucking crazy. Like, um, my, my cats would jump on the chair next to the fish tank and he would try to attack the cat through the tank. <laughs> like he'd fucking like swim forward, like furiously and like fucking move the rocks all around in the tank and shit just from like, you know, flapping his tail back and forth. Like, he was trying to eat the fucking cats that, that came next to his tank. It was crazy. And the cats, my cats don't even bother with the fish at all, surprisingly enough. And, um, yeah, he was he was all about, like, fuck that cat, you know. And, um, yeah, he was just, he was cool as fuck that way. He was he was really big. And uh, he was probably, like, about seven, seven, eight inches, something like that. Um, and, you know, super, super cool. You know, very territorial and... Um, just an interesting fish to have and he had that whole 46 gallon tank to himself so um it's currently empty um i gotta figure out exactly my next course of action but um yeah it, that really sucked because uh like i said i had him for a bit and it was it became like his just his tank and um you know i mean what can you do this is the same tank that my uh my bengal chewed through the fucking airline and emptied seven gallons of water out of you know, the week before last, and, uh, you know, quite a, quite a rocky road with this tank, uh, I don't know if that had anything to do with it, you know, such a big water change out of nowhere, but who, who knows, um, now I'm going to do all the testing of the water and figuring out what's, what's what, and, uh, you know, go forward from there, but, uh, yeah, so, so that sucks, um, then, uh, then I continue with my day, anyway, um, 
I guess I'll just start off the the show um, complaining about many different things. Um, this uh, dicks out for Harambe thing. Um, what this is is, see, there there's a couple sides of things. On one side of things, there's a tremendous political correctness that leaves way to every comedian having to apologize for everything that they say. Um, it, it has everybody having to walk on eggshells because, you know, it. everybody's got a fucking nerve and everybody's got like a, a sensitive spot. No one could say anything without someone getting offended and this and that. So there's that, and I'm very against that. But what I'm also against is these these quote-unquote edgy hipster fags that decide that they're just going to say like super offensive shit and try to make like a running gag out of it just for the sake of being edgy. And it's just fucking gay. I mean, it's it's just complete pussy shit. So like, for instance, this dicks out for Harambe thing is their way of mocking people who actually care about a gorilla who, in my opinion, has more value than those fucking people on this planet. Again, um, something like 7 billion people on this planet and 100,000 gorillas. I would take that fucking gorilla's life way more importantly than every dickhead that runs around with this fucking dicks out for Harambe thing. I, I don't like that Harambe has become like a, like a running gag. Look, I'm not sensitive, and I love fucking raw-ass comedy. Artie Lang's one of my favorite comedians. Bill Burr is my favorite comedian. So believe me, sensitivity is not really my fucking gig. I say fucked up shit all day long. But when it comes to like, yo, this this gorilla got shot in the fucking head in the fucking zoo because some asshole let their kid go climb into the fucking enclosure. That's that's somehow funny to motherfuckers. It's not funny. It's just hipsters trying to be fucking edgy and cool. And they're not fucking cool. Like fucking uh like like George Carlin said, you ain't cool, you're chilly, and chilly ain't never been cool. <laughs> I mean, that's basically – so as far as this dicks out for Harambe thing, here's what I want. I want everybody who participates in that, everybody who posts that, everybody who's really into that thing and thinks it's hilarious, I want you to get leprosy. I want you to find a girl to let you have sex with them, and I want your dick to fall off inside that broad. Get lost. And then I want her to die of toxic shock. Now, I want you to live just so you know for the rest of your life that your now non-existent dick killed the last person that would fuck you. That's what I'd like to happen to all you dicks out for Harambe motherfuckers. Because you're not fucking funny. You're never comedians. You're never going to be comedians. There's nothing funny about you. And you're acting like a fag. You know, there's a gorilla that died, and I understand you're not supposed to mourn the rest of your life. It shouldn't become like a, you know, fucking 9-11 situation for anyone. I'm not saying it like that, like I'm really sensitive. But funny is funny, and people just being dickheads is people being dickheads. So that's all. I'm only acknowledging it because, you know, people have gone out of their way to be dickheads about it. It's not that, like, I'm I'm in a, you know, daily morning of Harambe still, but it was a fucked up situation. It sucked an animal had to die, and then other motherfuckers think they're hilarious. So keep being hilarious, and then I hope you get leprosy and everything else I said happens. Um, basically, I, I'm just – I'm so incredibly tired of everybody thinking they're fucking funny when they're not, and, and it is what it is, man. I mean, just continue to do what you do and, you know – It'll show very clearly to the rest of the world who's valuable and who's not. That whole every life is precious is clear bullshit because there's people who just continuously display themselves as pieces of shit. I mean every single day, every fucking single day. And, and, you know, especially when you work with animals, you see that shit on a regular fucking basis, regular fucking basis. Monday, Labor Day, I get, um, you know, we work from 9 to 2 on Labor Day. So between 9 and 2, we're really only open from 12 to 2 to customers to go through the zoo and, and, you know, through the shelter for adoptions, which I never agree with because, dude, we got to hurry up and get shit done. Come back tomorrow. You know, I'd love to spend hours and hours trying to show you every cat in the building, but, I mean, on a press schedule, this is kind of ridiculous. And some people just show up because they're off want to go through the zoo and next thing you know they're they're walking around in a shelter pretending that they want to adopt an animal and you never see them again so anyway 
um, in that amount of time, this fucking jerk-off rushes his fucking front-declawed fucking 10-year-old cat down there to fucking turn the cat in. So now I have this, this cat, and, you know, on day one, day two, uh, you know, this is now Wednesday, he is absolutely fucking furious. I finally started to break through his shell today where, you know, he's being nice to me and, you know, he's um, starting to accept me and everything like that. But, like, just absolutely fucking furious. Like, fucking paws flying out of the cage trying to attack you and shit. Because, you know, to go from couch to cage at fucking 10 years old is some fucked up shit. Again, these motherfuckers' lives don't matter. They just don't. And, 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 you know, I got to continue to say that before, you know, people... People think that I'm on some, like, on the edge about to go on some kind of spree. That's that's not me, man. I I love my life. I love everything that's going on with me. So I'm not, I'm not about doing anything about their worthless lives. But when they do perish or something does happen, I'm not going to be upset. On the other side of things, if you could point that out and, and connect me with, oh, that's the guy that turned the cat in or that's the guy that abused the animal. By all means, I'm going to be extremely happy. That will brighten my day, um, because we need less of those people on the fucking planet. Just, just by you know, natural selection or whatever random circumstances, freak accident, whatever's got to happen. That, that I'd be perfectly fine with me. So, um, I don't know. Just, just um, you know, wild shit like that. Um, you know what I find hilarious? Those fucking uh. Th- th- they're both annoying, and at the same time, they've gotten to the point of being hilarious. They have these these fucking political ads, and it's just like they go into that, like, dark, like, almost like a, you know, like the movie voice where they're like, a young man takes a journey into Africa, you know. But the, instead of that, they're going, Rick Perry. You know, and, and and then they just tell you, like, the worst shit they could think of to try to, like, turn you against them. Like, Rick Perry would kick a cheetah if he was fast enough. Rick Perry thinks cows are just fat horses. You know, <laughs> just to try to turn you against them. It, it's just so fucking funny. And it's, like, those are ridiculous examples, but, like, they're really not even that far from the truth because they just – uh they go in these crazy directions and you're like, what? I mean, they, they grasp at every straw possible. And, and I'm just, I'm not a political dude. I don't give a fuck, but it, it's, like I said, it, it's both irritating and comical at the same time. Um, On the topic of the zoo thing, I tried to go to the Bronx Zoo um, the week before last and fucking vehicle was broke, so couldn't do it. Now, uh, the vehicle's been up and running for, you know, over a week now, and everything seems to be good, so hopefully Sunday will be where I get to get out to the Bronx Zoo, because I've been really looking forward to that. Um, I know Sunday starts NFL football, but my guys play Monday night. I got Tuesday off, so I can get all fucking riled up Monday night, fucking get some of that fucking cold brew coffee or whatever, get all amped up, because that shit is fucking potent, man. I've been drinking that shit, uh, cold brew from fucking Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks, wherever you want to get it from, and it, the shit is a little more charged up, and I get the turbo shot in it, the shit gets, <laughs> shit gets you amped, and, um, so I'm definitely gonna, um, I'm gonna be fucking wilding out that Monday night, and, you know, Sunday I could definitely check on the scores and all that, but, I'd love to be in the fucking Bronx Zoo walking around, fucking taking pictures, and it's going to be a great time. Um, and, uh, yeah, NFL football, man. So what I'm going to do this year, th- here's here's a different um, spin that I'm going to take this year because I feel like um, in the past I I enjoy talking about football, but in the same token, if I cover an hour every show talking about football – I feel like it's probably boring to a lot of people who maybe aren't into football. And even if they are into football, if you try to listen to that shit four weeks or a month or a year after I did it, it's it's like dead material. Like there's there's nothing to it to listen to that shit again. Like I wonder what he thought about week two of the NFL three years ago. Like who gives a fuck, you know what I mean? 
So I'm, I'm aware of, like, personally, I don't think it holds up. Um, so what I'm going to do is something a little different. This year, I'm going to talk a little football, of course. Love football. But I'm going to go over a couple of the things that happened during the week, crazy games or crazy, you know, things that happen. Maybe, look, you know, a couple of highlights here and there, but not even touching all the games. Um, I'm going to make my picks every week, but I'm not going to make my picks on the air. What I'll do is comment on my picks every week. Um, what I'm also doing is I'm pitting myself up against all the girls in my house. My, my soon-to-be seven-year-old twins, my 13-year-old daughter, and Nina. I'm, I'm going to put myself up against all of them, and I guarantee you I lose some of these weeks. Because some of these fucking weeks during the season, I pick games and it it doesn't seem like I know a fucking thing about football because <laughs> I do so horribly. And it'll be that much funnier when I lose the seven-year-olds in the fucking, you know, pick them. So um, what I'm going to do every week is I'm going to just print out the schedule, that week's schedule, and I'm going to sit down with my daughters and let them pick whatever teams they want and everything. And then I'm going to take pictures of them, screenshots of them, and I'm going to put them up on the group page. Hopefully we'll get the group page a little bit more active too. And that way you can refer to them and see exactly what I picked, what they picked, all that. And then, you know, I'll definitely talk about it on the show. You know, a couple of weeks here and there I'll have some, some guests on and maybe we'll talk a little bit more football, but it's not going to be any more of me just going through every single game every single week for an hour. Um, I'm going to run down just the, um, the lineup this week just because it is week one and just, just to kind of the, the slightest preview possible as far as the football season, but I'm just trying to mix it up. I'm trying to do something a little bit different and not bore people who aren't into football. So, um, and by all means, if anyone out there, you know, wants to join the group page and, and add topics, throw topics up there, um, get a discussion going, post clips of shit, you know, whatever. I mean, it, it can provide more show content. I could talk about things that you want to talk about. You know what I mean? I, I have an opinion on just about fucking everything. So if you put something up there and get some kind of discussion going, there's a chance I'm going to bring it up on the show and fucking why not? So I, I'm just trying to get this group page a little bit more lively because it's actually got like no fucking activity. Got a handful of people on there. I think like 80 people or something like that, but really no activity. So we're just trying to get it going. And uh, again, you know, you, you want to invite somebody to the group, by all means, do so. Um, one thing, though, do not advertise or plug or post your shitty fucking wrestling show on my fucking page. I don't give a fuck about a dojo war. I don't give a fuck about whatever other shindy you got out there. You could post it there, and I'll delete the fucking the post, and I'll delete you off the group because I don't I don't need that shit. If you really think that my group is going to be the way you pack your fucking crowd, you need to go back to the drawing board on how to draw fans because it's not going to be it. Because honestly, anybody who listens to my show, no, I don't put over bullshit wrestling shows. So posting your bullshit wrestling show on my page, the only thing that could do is entice me to bury your fucking show. That's the only thing you can possibly achieve by continuing to post bullshit on my fucking page. I don't give a shit about it. Um, and and honestly, like I'm gonna start to I'm gonna start to weed out some fucking people on my Facebook too. Um, I I deleted a guy today for um, putting uh, putting Teddy Hart's cat over on a on a hashtag. Someone um, posted, you know, Teddy Hart's in the Trinacid Cup or whatever, and yeah, you know, obviously we knew that because he qualified when he beat uh, Shane Strickland, and. Um, and this dude responded to that post with hashtag Teddy Hart, hashtag Mr. Money. And, I mean, go fuck yourself. The thing is, is it, it's fucking straight up animal abuse. I went into the whole fucking rant about that, so I'm not going to go quite as, uh, as I'm not going to explain quite as much as I did last time. But let me just give you a quick fucking recap. Basically, it's fucking animal abuse, straight up and down. It is. There, there's not a maybe. There's not a well. It's not no bullshit. And and the other thing is, is like, cats are my life. I worked six days a week for the past 15 years with cats. I'm all about it. 
this is what I do. I fucking save lives. I work with cats every fucking day. Wrestling is a hobby. So there's not like a, well, I like cats and I like wrestling. There's not a fucking, there's not even a comparison. One's my life and one's a fucking hobby. So I don't give a motherfuck. If wrestling became just about everybody walking out with a cat, I'd never watch wrestling again. So, like, it doesn't mean dick to me. If everyone wants to smile and run around and take fucking, uh, you know, fan pictures with fucking Teddy and the cat, they can fuck themselves. Right after they hit post on that thing, I really hope that they go into a complete convulsion and fucking drop dead in front of their computer, laptop, phone, whatever they're posting with. I I really don't give a shit. I I really don't. There's not even a close proximity of levels of importance to me. And I personally think, you know, and I, I said this on my Facebook because people are like, well, you know, what about Teddy? And I'm like, because honestly, I don't blame people for liking Teddy. Teddy's tremendously entertaining. Honestly, I like fucking Teddy. I don't like the shit that he does with the cats. Now, in my opinion, Teddy Hart is borderline retarded. I mean, he is. I mean, you, you listen to his opinion on things and, and the different directions he goes. Normal people don't fucking think like that. And, of course, it's tremendously entertaining. The, the way his fucking brain works, but it doesn't work like a normal functioning human being that you want, like working at your job or fucking taking care of your kids or any, any kind of shit. You don't want him doing anything important that involves your life. It's just like fun to watch and then go home. You know what I mean? Like it's not, it's not some shit that you want, like being responsible for something that's important to you. Like he's not, he's not that type of dude. So it is what it is. So, but I, I blame, people for giving it the attention you know here teddy is is very attention driven and while i do agree i don't think sounding off and fucking telling him hey fuck you every time he comes out because of the cat i don't think that gets you anywhere but now say say like this you're a teddy Hart fan right and he's got an eight by ten on the picture on the table and it's got the cat on there and you politely say to him you know do you have any eight by tens without the cat Oh, no, 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 I got this, Mr. Money, man. Yeah, okay, look, you know, I'm a big fan. I just, I really don't support what you're doing with the cat. Do you have any, you know, without that? No, I don't. Oh, okay. Uh, well, okay, well, then, uh, I'm sorry, I can't buy that from you. And then just politely move on, and that's that. You know, hey, can I get a picture with you? Uh, yeah, yeah, and he, he brings the cat in. No, 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 I just want a picture with you. I don't want a picture with the cat. I really love cats. I don't appreciate that, but if I can just get a picture with you. And then, like, again, polite enough where, like, he's got to take it to heart a little bit. It's not aggressive where it's giving him attention or it's giving him some kind of heat or anything. It's just where, like, people around him are uncomfortable about that part of him. And they're going to – he's got – I'm telling you, if that was the consensus across the board that everyone was like, eh, yeah, no, I I just don't want the cat involved in this. But if – you know, and, and just really respecting him for, for what he, he's good at and just really no-selling that other part. Like, nah, nah, I really don't – if we could just not – you know, not that. You know what I mean? I, I really think it would make an impact long term. I do, but, you know, the more, you know, when people chant Mr. Money and all that, like, I, that's the time where I would like a plane to land on the fucking building, you know, because it's just, it, that is absolutely encouraging him to do everything he does. I don't want to see fucking wrestlers posing with the cat smiling. I don't want to see fucking people chanting that shit and then later on telling me, yeah, I know it's fucked up. Bullshit. How many fucking people did I get to see fucking tell you, yeah, yeah, it's really fucked up, but took pictures with the fucking cat while they were at the show? Suck my dick, you motherfuckers. Hypocrite motherfuckers. You're there smiling going, yeah, I don't know, that sucks, man. Boy, that that sucks. And and then they're fucking smiling and shaking your head about it and everything's fucking fine. Be a little more upset. Again, don't fucking scream at the dude. Don't put it over. Don't do anything like that. But if you really give a fuck, no sell the shit out of that. Don't give him any fucking credit for having the cat. Don't call him a fucking cat guy because there's no cat guy, anything about him. Believe me, I know a little bit about taking care of cats and what the fuck it, it, you know, cat ownership is about and is not what the fuck Teddy Hart does. That's some bullshit. He, that cat is a prop. That's all that cat is. 
You don't drag a fucking cat into an arena with thousands upon thousands of people in it, like the NXT shit. You don't you don't do that. You don't just primarily travel with a cat. Cats don't enjoy that type of shit. So if you want to continue to support that, that's fine. Just fuck yourself. Make sure you stay the fuck out of my way because I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to, I don't want to see that you exist on the planet. So if you could pretend as if you don't exist or maybe even don't exist because that would make me far happier. You know, there's one less person that supports animal cruelty on the planet. That, that'd be great. If you could jump in the car with the assholes from Sonic and um, – the dicks out for Harambe guys and drive off the fucking cliff like Thelma and Louise, that would make me a very fucking happy dude. So anyway, um, football. Um, tomorrow night is the fucking Super Bowl rematch of the Panthers and Broncos, but it's, you know, not the same fucking Broncos. Now we got, um, I think, what the fuck did they get? Uh, what did the Broncos get? I I don't even remember who they got at quarterback, but um, it's the Panthers versus them. I I think the Panthers win this one just because you know a rematch. It's going to be another defensive battle, um, but I don't know. Uh, the Broncos kind of shut them down the first time. It, it should be good. It's at Denver, so you know odds are in their favor. But I don't know about the quarterback situation working out. If the Panthers show up defensively strong, you know, again that. Not going to go through every game every week. This is just kind of like a getting into football type deal. Uh, Buccaneers, Falcons. I think uh, Jameis Winston comes out there and plays a good game and beats Falcons. Um, Vikings, Titans. Um, I think uh, the Titans actually win this one. I think uh, Mariota does something out there. Um, they got some other weapons and things they're doing. And, uh, I'm going to go with the Titans at home. Browns, Eagles. I'm going with the Browns on this one, man. I'm not feeling the Eagles. The Eagles got their fucking quarterback's ribs fucking cracked in the preseason. And uh, the Browns are coming out there. I really expect big things out of RG3. He got completely fucked in Washington where they, they just let him get annihilated and then just fucking put him on the back burner. I think he's got a huge talent set, and I think he's going to do good in Cleveland. And I don't have a lot of faith in what the Eagles are doing right now. So, um, and going out there with a rookie quarterback, he's going to have a lot of learning and growing to do, and I don't know if he's going to do that week one. So, uh, Bengals, Jets, got to go with the Bengals. Raiders, Chiefs, uh, Saints, uh, Raiders, they have a lot of upside. They have a lot of uh, a lot of people to watch out for, young cats, and um, I'm go with the Raiders on this one. Chargers, Chiefs, I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Bills, Ravens, I'm going to go with the Bills on this one. Uh, Bears, Texans, I'm going to go with the Texans. I think their defense comes out way stronger this year. Um, I think they got Brock Osweiler at quarterback, and uh, I I think he's a good quarterback. He learned under Peyton Manning and, uh, you know, got the opportunity to shine and then fucking bounced out and got himself a starting job. It's kind of crazy because I really expected him to just take over the reins at, at, at Denver, but... I guess he was like, fuck him, and probably got a bigger payday with the Texans. I don't really know contract-wise, but maybe I'd expect he did. And, uh, you know, he's going to be over there doing his thing. So, go with the Texans. Um, Packers, Jaguars. I think this one's going to be a lot closer than people think. I'm going to go with the Packers on this one, but don't be surprised to see some shit out of the Jaguars this year. They've been a a building team for years. they got a lot of young weapons, and – yeah, I think uh, the Jaguars are a team to watch out for, but I'm going to go with Green Bay. Um, Dolphins, Seahawks, hate to say it, going to go with the Seahawks, though. It's crazy, man, and, and I'm not doing point spreads this year. Um, I'll do that in the pool that I, I'm in, but no need for me to do this shit on the show. Um, Dolphins uh, are actually 10.5-point underdogs week one. That's got to fucking suck starting the year fucking down 10.5 on, on the spread. Fuck. But anyway, Seahawks at home, you know, I hope the Dolphins do some shit to them now. Uh, Giants, Cowboys, we're going to go with the Giants. Cowboys coming in there, I think they got fucking Mark Sanchez or some shit. And, um, you know, I mean, the Giants got their uh, tremendously gay wide receiver. And uh, hopefully Victor Cruz will be, I'm not saying hopefully, I mean, saying hopefully like I want them to succeed. It's fucking crazy, but. 
hopefully for them, Victor Cruz will actually be healthy and give them the one-two punch they should have had for years with um, Beckham and uh, Cruz. And, um, you know, uh, Eli should be able to light shit up with those two. And, uh, yeah, I think they beat the Cowboys. Big rivalry, and um, Cowboys got to start the season without Tony Romo and spend most of the year without him. So, um, I'm going to go with the Giants. Lions, Colts. I'm going to go with the Colts. Uh, Pats, Cardinals start out the year without Tom Brady. Cardinals got a badass defense. I think they're the type of defense that could take advantage of that. I don't think I don't think they go 0-4 or no shit like that. I mean, don't sleep on the Pats, man, because fucking Bill Belichick is a fucking machine, and he will fucking make sure his team is competitive, Tom Brady or no Tom Brady. But um, I think they take that loss week one to the Cardinals. Um, and uh, the Steelers, uh, Monday night games, Steelers-Redskins. I'm going to go with the Steelers on this one. And the last game being the Rams and the Niners. Rams back in California up against my Niners. And, man, i got to go with my Niners. And what the fuck else am I supposed to do? So that, that's that's the football season, man. And, um, you know, Caps jersey is selling through the fucking roof. Apparently he is now donating 100% of his jersey sales to um, the inner city or charities of some sort, which, again, I'll give him credit where credit is due. He's doing that type of thing. I'll give him credit. Last week uh, when they did the uh, the national anthem thing, he took a knee instead of a sitting down because that was, um, you know, suggested by some teammates. Like, look, man, it'd be, you know, more respectful if you just took a knee rather than completely sitting down. And um, Eric Reed actually joined him. I don't – and I don't fault Eric Reed for that either because Eric, you know, he's a very, very smart dude and – He's doing it for support of his teammate, and, you know, he believes some things need to change and all that. And, you know, look, I, I'm not, I'm not, you know, you disrespected our flag type of guy. Like, that's not me. But to me, from the start, I never trusted Cap in this situation because all of a sudden now Cap is like, we can make a difference in the world, man. Like, dude, Cap was never that. Cap was a fucking prima donna quarterback. He was never a fucking guy who wanted to make changes or do fucking a ton of charity work or, or make a difference in the world. He was a fucking jerk-off. Like, he was just a an arrogant bicep-kissing jerk-off. That's, that's what he was. And it was all great when he was working and he was playing. Fucking things were going well for us. But when the team started to fucking falter, he became a prissy little bitch. He fucking folded under pressure, separated himself from his teams, became really not a great teammate and just became, like, cold to the fucking guys and really just turned off. And fuck, man. Like, now all of a sudden he's, like, fucking, we are the world. You know, like, this this motherfucker's, you know, hands across America. Fucking stop the violence. Fucking we can make a difference. I'm going to donate more to, you know. And, and after the last preseason game, you know, he, like, sprinted to the fucking stands in San Diego. And uh, was fucking, like, rapidly signing autographs and taking pics, taking selfies with everyone, like, up the fucking sideline, like, spending a ton of time. That, that's the thing. That's not something I saw out of Cap in the first six years of his career. So, hey, a lot of the things he's doing is good. I'm not going to shit on him. I'm not going to say, you know, fuck that guy. I got my jersey. I didn't burn it in the yard and all of that stuff. But... The fact remains is he's our backup quarterback for a reason. He didn't work hard to keep his fucking job. He became a prima donna, and he wanted to leave the fucking team after the season. He lost tons of fucking weight. Like, the dude is skinny compared to – he was pretty fucking jacked when he was fucking at his best. And now all of a sudden, you know, he had some surgeries and this and that, but his fucking arms are thin. Dude looks like a different fucking person. And, you know, he grew out his hair and fucking picked out his afro and he's running around with, you know, fucking Malcolm X hats and shit like this. But, like, that doesn't change the fact that Cap wasn't about none of that shit throughout his fucking – the rest of his career. So, if anything, you know, I've questioned the authenticity of Cap's um, motives 
But again, he's going to go all in now because this is his, his salvaging of his career. His career has to become about this. So whether he started out about it or not, he has to turn into being about this shit for real because this is really his only fucking chance to stay relevant in the NFL. Hopefully he can get his playing ability back, he can get that fucking confidence back, and he can go out there and shine and make some fucking moves for us and, and, and do something for us. If he gets another chance to fucking play, he gets another chance to start, hopefully he fucking shines. I, I don't know if that's going to be the case or not, but to a lot of people he's becoming like a national fucking hero. And, hey, man, it is what it is. Again, I just, more than anything, more than any, you know, because, again, you know, people are shitting, oh, Obama backed him because he said he has a right to do that. No, that's not backing him. He said he didn't agree with what he did, but he has the right to do it, which is the absolute truth. Whether you like him, whether you don't like him or anything like that, there's military people that said it, there's the president that said it, and it's just a straight-out fact. He has the right legally to do it. That's just, again, the, the some of the freedoms that we have, he has the freedom to do that. You don't have to fucking agree with it. You can consider it disrespectful, all of those things, but he does have the right to do it. And, you know, hey, man, again, be it what it may, if the guy starts to make fucking difference, differences and donates fucking millions of dollars to places that it needs to be, and that, that makes some kind of help, some kind of change. I can't shit on him for it. So that that's pretty much it. But as of now, he's still our fucking backup quarterback. Blaine Gabbert's our starter. I'm rooting for fucking Blaine every fucking minute that he's in there. If Cap comes in as our quarterback, I'm rooting for fucking Cap in there. I'm a 49er fan. I'm not a fucking, uh, you know, I'm not a one-guy fan. I'm not, you know, rooting against anybody on our fucking team. It just doesn't happen. The only way you'll see some shit like that is you have fucking Mike Vick show up. Somebody who fucking beats the shit out of dogs or beats the shit out of women, that type of fucking Bruce Miller, our fullback, punched a seven-year-old man in the face, so he was cut. Holy shit. <laughs> That's surely not a dude I'm going to be supporting. I'm glad, you know, I never got behind Bruce Miller enough to get his jersey or anything because fuck, definitely couldn't <laughs> rock with that. Hope somebody else get his number and, you know, get a new name on it or something, but fuck that sucks um but yeah so that, that that's pretty much my my nfl talk but um oh fuck um i don't know if anybody heard this but there's a jurassic world exhibit coming to the um the fucking franklin institute in november this was apparently they did this in um in australia and it, and it had like record fucking numbers as far as like it's you know attendance and and just, like, was fucking selling out and packing that motherfucker over there. Well, apparently they're bringing this exhibit to the Franklin Institute um, November 25th to April 2017. Um, and I'm absolutely going. They have, like, full-on fucking dinosaurs in that motherfucker. Like, like up to scale fucking Tyrannosaurus Rexes and fucking Brachiosaurs, Velociraptors and shit. They have, like shit where the, the dinosaurs are fucking fighting and whatnot. Shit is crazy. It looks like... I've I seen, like, little clips and pictures and shit from what they did in Australia. Shit looks fucking insane. Like, i never seen no shit like that before. So I'm definitely... I'm definitely gonna be hitting that up when, uh... when that gets over there. And, you know, I, I definitely, um... recommend anybody to check that shit out. At least, you know, look up on it. You know, look it up on the internet if you're uh, into Jurassic Park and that type of crazy shit, because the shit looks um shit looks dope. Sorry, um, I'm gonna take a quick break and then I'll come back and uh oh yeah you know what uh yeah let me take a break come back and I'll uh talk about uh CZW Dancing with the Stars uh, upcoming show. And then, then another thing I wanted to touch on. So um, let me uh, let me find this track that I was gonna. And, uh... All right, here you go. Like an infant on a double D titty, just getting plump. Cause you miscalculated the next to the, the last pump. Dump, dump in the gut, raw from the giddy up. Dump, dump in the gut, raw from the giddy up. Dump, dump in the gut, raw from the giddy up. Dump, dump in the gut, raw from the giddy up. Dump, dump in the gut, raw from the
gut, raw from the giddy up, yup. Dump in the gut, raw from the giddy up. Dump, dump in the gut, raw from the giddy up, yup. Dump in the gut, raw from the giddy up. Dump, dump in the gut, raw from the giddy up, yup. Dump in the gut, raw from the giddy up. Dump, dump in the gut, raw from the giddy up, yup. Out the gate, two pistols. Hold no weight, straight face, too simple. Fishburn, Larry, on some king of New York shit. Two guns up, rip our signature walk, bitch. Diddy, bop, bop, pox, and call shit. Got shot once, now get shot some more, bitch, bitch. Enemy of the state, my gun said the bullet be the enemy of your face. Y'all niggas tricking in strip clubs. Way down, start stick the bitch with the fist, uh. I don't care what you say after. He lead the stage to 12 gates with the gay rapper. Frank Ocean fan. You slow stroking your, uh, bring the lotion hand. I'm a rude boy. Be no lotion man. Coast to coast, so local with the vocals, fam. Hey, dump in the gut, wall from the giddy up. Dump, dump in the gut, wall from the giddy up. Yup, dump in the gut, wall from the giddy up. Dump, dump in the gut, wall from the giddy up. Yup, dump in the gut, wall from the giddy up. Dump, dump in the gut, wall from the giddy up. Yup, dump in the gut, wall from the giddy up. Dump, dump in the gut, wall from the giddy up. S-E-A-N-P-2-R-I-C-E, the the nigga, I see you the ball talking your shit, the guard get the bark in the fist, leave your face fucked up, Paul Harbor the flick, showing us the shit, A.K.A. L. Duque, detect tenderizer in your face, fuck is you too safe, nigga, I'm thinking you frown, the jump man know your joints look like Tinkerbell, Bondulu, the sergeant at arms, the guard shoot you, the weapon is brutal, you dead spin tutu, I'm not the pimper with John, I'm the Don Cornelius, ape raping this song. Fuck around and put two in your head.
you could post that, you know, oh, sell out the fucking game changer, da, da, da. Second week of football season, and you don't have fucking John Zandig on the top of the card. You don't have fucking Chris Dickinson, Teddy Hart on the card. You have a bunch of deathmatch guys, and everything's fine. Some of that shit looks really good, but I, I can't imagine that you, you pack that joint to the rafters. I mean, maybe you do. Maybe there's not that many football fans in deathmatch wrestling scene. I, I don't know. Anyway, um, what they did add to the DVD that you could not record with your phone at the event is backstage segments where John Zandig calmly pep-talked each competitor, which could not have been more awkward. And I'm going to play the first two, um, which, you know, each match, obviously two competitors, and he pep-talked each competitor before their entrance. And um, these things could not have been more awkward. I'm going to play them, but believe me when I say they're worse if you can see the video because the looks on the faces, the dead silence in between lines, the just like seems just like scrambling for something to say when there's really nothing like it it is unbelievably awkward and amazing that they cut these things, watched them back and went fucking awesome, put it on the DVD. That just fucking amazes me. It like it puzzles me. If you wanted to do like John Zandig pep talks with the fucking with the the locker room, I mean you gotta have that fucking John Zandig from the fucking Jesus promo. I mean you gotta have them in the fucking in the back and him going, Come on, motherfucker You know, like I mean you gotta have John Z- this is him going Alright guys. This is I and look, I'm not even gonna try to impersonate anything. Here's the first one with Baron Woods. Anyway, 
I'm giving you the option. I can take you out. I can put another young player in there. I'm not looking for any of you old dudes getting hurt out there. You know what I mean? I know. I hate. Okay. I know you're a fucking badass. You know what I mean? From way back, a lot of people love you, but Ryan's fucking he's a fucking beast. He might be the new beast, bro. You sure? You got this? I think I got it. Yeah. Appreciate you got it. it. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Don't be 30. such a wise ass. Yeah, I'm only thirty-five. Don't be such man. a fucking wise ass. Only thirty-five, motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> His main theme is like you're getting really old, and maybe I should get another young guy. And I don't know, man. And then like they go this route where like he goes, "You haven't been in the ring with me," and. Like, there was that tournament of death where it was supposed to be Masada and Zandig, and Zandig didn't show up. So he's like, you're ducking me. And, and then he goes, no, you're ducking me. It's like, Zandig stopped wrestling for all those years. How the fuck is Masada ducking him? Like, it just became, like, really awkward. Like, and then he goes, all right, well, what, whatever. <laughs> and uh, then he goes back to, like, yeah, so you getting pretty old you you sure you want to wrestle this match it's like holy shit dude it just it's unbelievably awkward and and i'm sorry that i couldn't do anything more with the sound i tried to like pump them up a little bit but like there's so much background noise and the first one with brian woods you could hear someone go because like motherfuckers are like in the room fucking talking and these segments are just like a camera shot of zandig and like a fucking pink fucking uh i think i think he was wearing the pink fucking um guinea tea and and trying to pep talk these guys and and it's just i don't know why i don't know why it's happening i don't know why it wound up on the dvd i don't know who watched those things and went man those fucking added to the experience like holy fuck man i mean again i i am a huge John Zandig fan. So like, this isn't me just trying to like shit on John or anything like that. But like, I call it like I see it, man. It could be my favorite guy in the world. And if they do something that looks absolutely ridiculous, I'm going to talk about how absolutely ridiculous it looked. And it looked fucking absolutely ridiculous. Now, all right, let's get into the CZ fucking W dancing with the stars show. Now I, um, here, here's, here's another John Zandig. What's the odds on John Zandig actually showing up to the show? You know, after all the things the last show, after everything that they did, and, you know, trying to plant the seeds for Zandig's part of the company and this and that, and he's going to do this and he's going to do that, and these are my boys. What are the odds that John Zandig is at the show? I think a little bit higher because it's the Chris Cash show. But I wonder. I really, really wonder. And um, you know what's funny, too, is, like, they did the whole run-in thing with all these guys and Zandig, you know, before he, he demanded the group hug. He um, he went out there and, and, you know, said, these are my guys. These are my uh, – this is the family. And it was, you know, John Wayne Murdoch and Reed Bentley, Pinky Sanchez, Blackout, um, Kyle the Beast, like, all these guys, right, not a single one of those guys is advertised for this month. So every month are we just going to, like, not advertise those guys and run them out? Or are we going to have a run-in with all those guys last month and no sign of them this month? Either way, I think it looks fucking ridiculous. Okay, all those things aside, this card looks fucking insane. Absolutely fucking insane. A hundred percent worth the fucking price of an eye pay per view. I will not say that it's worth the price of admission because at this point, I don't think that there's anything worth the price of admission to a fucking wrestling show anymore because the gargoyles you have to sit around to watch these fucking things and the the, the slime that you have to fucking sit amongst the um the gutter snipes that you have to cohabitate with. I, I just can't. I can't cosign that. I, I just can't. But this is definitely worth the uh, iPay-Per-View price, and um, I highly, highly recommend that you join me in watching the iPay-Per-View. I don't mean join me personally because, again, I I don't need, you know, who knows who shows up. Some of the 
people who watch wrestling are not the type of people I want near me. So, um, look, I just think everybody needs to watch this. Now, the fatal four-way death match for the CCW World Championship, it could go a lot of ways as far as um, its entertainment value. I'm not really sure how good this one's going to be. Um, Matt Tremont, Joe Gacy, Greg Excellent, Jonathan Gresham, four-way CZW World Championship um, death match. I don't know. Hoping for the best. We'll see what happens. And um, there's that. But never mind that shit. Joey Janela returns for his rematch against Leo Rush for the CZW Wired Championship in the Chris Cash Memorial Ladder Match. This match is going to be fucking bananas. That shit alone is worth the price of fucking the iPay-per-view. Definitely. You also get a rematch of TV Ready challenging the Hit Squad for those tag team titles. This is going to be fucking nuts. going to be nuts. Another great, great fucking rematch. No DQ match of Dave Chris with the Crimson Submission Machine and JT Davidson. Versus David Starr. Uh, this is, again, I mean, these guys went, you know, whatever it is, 100 and whatever minutes in um, Ohio. They, they've killed it all over the place, and uh, they're, they're going to fucking tear it up, too. I mean, that, that's another one that's just, it's going to blow the fucking roof off. Um, this four-way, you got Anthony Henry, who did well in Best of the Best, Joey Lynch, Ryan Taylor. I haven't seen either one of these guys. And Tony Deppin making his long-awaited, re- uh, not return, uh, debut into CZW, and I think he's going to do really, really big things for them. Um, that should be really good. CZW op- opportunity four-way match. Uh, that, that should be good. Uh, Sammy Callahan stops by to uh, have a match with Ricky Shane Page, which should be really good. And afterwards, Sammy Callahan will be putting over Ricky Shane Page and completely destroying any image that he disliked him for a second during the match. Um, that's, that is almost a guarantee. Desmond Xavier with J.D. Davidson will be taking on Shane Strickland, and that, that's going to be another fucking awesome match. Uh, Desmond Xavier is a great, great high flyer and um, does amazing shit out there, and Shane Strickland has become just fucking awesome. So uh, that that's going to be really big, I think. And, um, yeah, I mean, that that's pretty much the show. Um, uh, check out the Sports Den. Check out um, the Hot Tag Podcast for sure. Shaheen, Boxman, those guys over there doing their thing. I'm sure they're still talking. They got probably at least another hour on their show over there. They got a bunch of different things to talk about from Raw to SmackDown to all the different things. And, um you know that that's uh that's the most of it, man. Shaheen put down this motherfucking uh this gremlin poster, and you know he sent it to me. I get it printed up and shit. The shit is fucking phenomenal. I get paid tomorrow, so I'm definitely gonna head down and get that shit printed up, man. That shit is absolutely amazing, and uh, you know I gotta give him a huge shout out and thank you for that. And man, if you wanna get some fucking sick ass art or, you know, whatever the case is, because this dude does some serious stuff. He picks, like, a lot of different projects that he does. You know, he likes a lot of the horror movie stuff. Um, he happened to hit on that Gremlin theme, and, you know, anybody that knows me knows I'm a huge fucking Gremlin mark. I got my two life-size Gremlins in my room, Gremlin 1 poster, Gremlin 2 poster. I got the bobbleheads, the fucking Funko Pops, the whole fucking nine. I'm a huge fucking Gremlin fan, a uh, handful of shirts. A um, bunch of other pictures and art people got me and shit. I'm a huge Gremlin fan. And um, even my first puppet looks like a fucking Gremlin. Only a furry. Um, but, uh, yeah. Uh, so definitely check him out. That shit's going to be fucking awesome. I can't wait to have it hanging on my wall. So check him out. And speaking of art, check out Alex Mahoney, man. She tears it up in the, uh, you know, the graphic department as well. And check her out, you know, commission her for some, uh, some art. Maybe you got a favorite wrestler out there that you just want to see some fucking art 
of that dude. You know, you haven't seen that dude or that chick, you know, have some, uh, you know, legitimate art put down. And, um, you know, I mean, you can get shirts made, you can get, you know, posters, you can get whatever custom. And she's extremely reasonable and affordable for the amount of work that she puts in. And the the quality of work that it is, it's it's unbelievable what she does. So uh, check her out. And uh, I think that's about it. Um, you know, hey man, I don't know. Maybe somebody will show up uh, with a with a John Zandig guy shirt on iPay pay per view this Sunday, Saturday. I'm gonna go ahead and say I doubt it because I knew where the other one came from, and that one's not gonna be in the building that night. However, you can get your own. Hit me up. Um, so that's that. Uh, I think that's about all I got. Uh, am I supposed to hit anything else? I don't know. Next week, I'll have Dancing with the Stars to go over. I will have, hopefully, you know, a little bit of, you know, talk about the, the, the zoo. And um, week one of the fucking football season. Man, this should be a banging ass weekend, you know, with all this shit going on. And I think Saturday night too is the fucking uh, the first CM Punk um, UFC fight. I'm pretty sure that's the the first fucking UFC fight is uh, Saturday night for for CM Punk. So pretty interesting. Uh, yeah, I think that that's pretty much all I got. And, uh, again, get on the group page. Don't advertise no motherfucking shows on there. Uh, start up some motherfucking conversation, man. Add some more show content. Because, again, point some shit out, and I'll talk about it. All right? I'll talk to you motherfuckers later. Peace. I love all of y'all, and, uh, shit. You're all a bunch of fucking assholes. You've been in the gym, bro. You know why? DJ Hyde, fuck you. You don't have the guts to be what you want to be. You need people like me. I'll listen to your, to your podcast and I'll find everything out. You know what I mean? You need people like me so you can point your fucking fingers and say, that's the bad guy. So, what I make you... Good. Black cheese tell me tells me all the time to listen to what you gotta say because you be blazing people and I'm like, well, I gotta hear it now. <laughs> you just know how to hide. Me, I don't have that part. Me, I always tell a truth, even when I lie. The Cusa Chick Radio. Jesus! A sacred night to the bad guy. I'm gonna tell you something straight off the motherfucking press. I ain't coming for no food. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.